ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Instant Classic Podcast. My name is Jay Sug. With me, as always, is my brother, Emery Ogletree II. What's going on, Tree? My brother, what's good with you? Doing all right. Let's jump right in. WNBA playoffs. So far, it is going exactly how we wished and how we thought it would happen. Um, the Las Vegas Aces have not been playing with their food whatsoever. They have been putting their foot down the moment the ball is tipped and have blown their way all the way to um, a 1-0 lead in the second round. Now, the New York Liberty had a had a little stumble here in their last game against the Connecticut Sun, which we kind of said that Connecticut was not going to be playing any games. Um, they are a threat to be able to beat anybody. What was your take on the the first round? Well, obviously with the Aces, there was no, it was no surprise that they, you know, did what they did to Chicago, you know? Yeah. I mean, we, we pretty much expected that. And uh, the Atlanta and, and um, help me, Dallas. Dallas yeah. I, I, I picked Atlanta. Atlanta had a shot in game one. They did. They, they, they came out firing and I was like, okay, here we go. This is what I was kind of expecting, but you no know, props to Dallas. They made, they made it happen. And um, so pretty much, excuse me, so I got my oldest one here. Baby, you have to be still, okay? Be still. You to be quiet. But, uh, you know, Dallas, you know, Dallas handled their business. Uh, right now, again, we said uh, prior to the playoffs even starting that the Aces getting that one seed was crucial for them. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, it's not, it's not a thing about being disrespectful. You just don't see them losing. Yeah. You just don't. And their game one performance against Dallas, I mean, they're looking very focused. Becky Hammond has them ready. And let's say I'm loving it. I mean, Asia Wilson put on an impressive stretch here in these, you know, three games. But you got, you know, obviously I give her props. And, you know, congratulations to her when her second consecutive defensive player of the year, well-deserved. Mm-hmm. And like I said, as, as for me, as for me right now, I'm just sitting here, I'm sitting here just anticipating the Aces are going to be there. Yeah. I think the Dallas, you know, Dallas will put up a, a, a formidable fight. The Aces are just going to be too good. But jumping over to Connecticut Sun, man, I mean, the Connecticut Sun sent a message that game one. They did. It's like, look, we, we're not laying down for nobody. You know, we know everybody. I mean, everybody wants the matchup. They want the Liberty and the Aces. It's always kind of been, you know, pre, pre-scripted in there. And they're just like, no, don't forget us. We were just, th- we were just there. Yep. You know, and, was, and again, we got to give the the, uh, the Sun their their respect. They were just in the finals a year ago, and they lost to the Aces. And I think like I said they're they're here to crash the party. They yeah. really don't care. So that's why I, I got to tip my hat to them. Uh, their coach, I forget her name off the top of my head, but she was a coach of the coach year. Coach of the year. Yep. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, you see why. So I mean, the New York Liberty better wake up. You you better wake up. I'm not yeah. saying that they have complacent or anything else like that, but I mean they definitely got a wake up call. So yeah. here you ready for game two? It's do or die. It's do or die. What you gonna do? Because I expect the Aces to go ahead and sweep Dallas. No, again, and they're gonna sit back and, and, and wait. Yeah. Sit back and wait and let's watch. This is this is why I wish we could have at least gotten if in the WNBA and they deserve more respect. Why not give us this five across? Just go instead of just doing five in the WNBA finals. I would love to see just five across in general. Because I mean yeah. to me, three three just three just goes so fast. Especially for series that you know is just gonna be like, well, I, I expect it to be a blowout anyway. 
I can take three in the first round. I, I am okay with three in the first, but everything else should be five. Yeah, like yeah, thank you. Like a three, five, five. Let's make three in the first round and but five the rest of the way. Yeah. But honestly, I would well, I wouldn't mind seeing Connecticut in the Liberty going five. I would love to see that. I mean, I could imagine if it was five and the sun and the uh, Liberty went down 2-0, and I'm still like, hey, I'm not gonna sleep on the Liberty. I could see them coming back down from 2-0. Yes, they could, and by and vice versa. So again, I'm I'm gonna keep an eye out on uh, game two in their series. Again, no disrespect, Dallas. You know, but <laughs> no, just keep keep <laughs> keep getting better. Right <laughs> now, you just you just ran to the wrong one. <laughs> like, hey, this is a learning experience for yeah, next that, year. That's all, that's all it is. You know, my <laughs> girl from uh, my girl from uh, Notre Dame, and she was a huge Kobe fan and everything else like that. You know, I, I can't, I don't even want to just you know dismantle her name. So I'm not gonna disrespect about it. you know what I'm talking about begins yeah. about oh, but uh, I mean she's a hooper, and, yeah, I, said, and I believe that in their time's going to come, but right now it's just you no. Know, it, it, I think we're in the era of the aces, and they're going to head back to the WNBA finals for a second straight year. God forbid, no no injuries, but Connecticut, <laughs> New York Liberty, uh, absolutely. We we need to we need to keep an eye on that because Connecticut's here to crash the part. They don't care. And I'm hoping it goes three. They are, they are saying, like, do not overlook us. Exactly. I'm I'm here for all of that. I'm here for all of it. I'm here for all of that. And Bonner, Bonner is such a beast. She is so underrated, man. Absolutely. Like, I was sitting there like, fade away. Here it comes. Like, bang. I'm like, yeah. I, I love their whole get down. But I still, I still believe that New York is going to win. But. I said I want to, but I said that that game one was such a statement to me. I was like, "Ooh!" I said, I, and I mean, you're allowed to have a bad game. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't see how New York you no know, response to the punching them out. Yeah, I said because I'm, I'm not going to sell them short. I'm not going to sit here and think that you know, they gotten fooled themselves because obviously they own they they won the matchup in the regular season against the Aces, and I'm not saying they didn't take you know their opponents seriously starting from the beginning of the playoffs, but this was a big punch in the mouth. <laughs> this is a standard eight right here. It is. For, for the Liberty. So I was like, let's, let's see how they respond. That's what I want to see. How are you going to come back and respond with the MVP and Brianna Stewart? And, of course, we can't forget Sabrina. Mm-hmm. You know, every and the time of- in that game one, they will try to make a rally. Like, Connecticut just will just punch them right back down. It exactly. Was, I, was, I was super impressed. Exact, exactly. So, again, I, I'm, I'm, here for, I'm here for game two. I expect the Liberty to win. Like I said, if, I'm not sure if we said it when we talked about the WMA playoffs from the initial jump, but I'll say it here again, it's not going to surprise me should they go three. I won't be surprised at all. Like I said, no, no. Connecticut winning and this series going the full the full uh, stretch doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. I expected Connecticut to win a game. I was just impressed by the way they won game one. But I knew they would win a game. I was like, they're, they're not getting swept. No, no, they're too good. They too, they too good, too well coached. Mm-hmm. You know, so I said, well, let's see what they do. We'll see how you respond, Liberty. I said, let's see how you respond. The Aces, just handle your business. Yes. I, I still believe we are in the midst of an Aces dynasty. I truly do. It, it just makes me think about, you know, <laughs> you know, my second favorite, you know, volunteer of all time, Candace Parker. It's like, God, like, how much better would y'all look at How much better would y'all be with Candace on the court? It Man. would be... Lights out. It will be game. I don't. I don't think. 
they they lost what like two games with Candace. They may have lost a total of four. I say if if that, I mean, just on a slightly separate note, win, lose, or draw with the Aces again. I see them going to the finals. I believe because of the way things went down, Candace comes back next year once she's you no know, fully you no know, healthy from her injury. Mm-hmm. And I believe last, next year will be her last year. Agreed. I think Especially this injury they, put it over. They win the title this year. Yep. But, I mean, because I know she'll she'll take the ring. But, I mean, I believe she's so much of a competitor. It's kind of like, okay, they won without me. But I need to show that, you know, hey, I can still contribute to this team. Let me get one more and to show you all what you know, I would have done the year before as well. Get one more and she walked. And all I said, she goes into retirement. Yeah. And I, mean, I think I think Tarazi is going to play one more too. I think those two yeah, going out at the same time is fitting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Got the aces in the finals. But we'll see what Connecticut and New York, you know, say at the end of the day. It's going to yeah. be fun. Agreed. All right. So let's talk a little college football. Um, before we get into like the the Colorado topic, let's talk about Michigan State. A lot has been going on. Um, Mel Tucker is his name, I believe. I'm saying, yeah. He he got one of the largest coaching contracts in college football history. I want to say like two years ago because Michigan State wasn't expected to do anything, and they went on a like a, they had a great season. They beat Michigan that year. Um, it seemed to be a well deserved contract, mm-hmm. but um, it has come out that they have partnered. I don't, I forget the young lady's name. Do you know remember the young lady's name? I'll give me. I'll bring it up for you. But uh, they were partnering with a woman to kind of talk to the team about like sexual assault and sexual abuse and rape and things of that nature and how it happens on college campuses to let because it's really it's nothing that you need to teach women. It's something that you have to teach the men because the men are the ones who are perpetrating this. Um, So she was coordinating with him to bring this program that she runs to the Michigan State's campus. And Mel, I for lack of a better term, I feel like he just lost his mind. Like That's, that's a layman term. It, just to interject real quickly, her name was Brenda Tracy. Brenda She's Tracy, a yeah. default awareness speaker, and she was brought in by uh, by Mel Tucker to yeah. speak to about things that you, yes, you just described. Like, he allegedly um, exposed himself while talking to her on a phone call, like on, I think it's like a Zoom call or something like that. It was one of those things that he uh, apparently while they were on the phone together, you know, he masturbated on the phone without her consent. Yeah. Uh, making certain advances, gifts, things of that nature, what you know she didn't ask for. And, you know, again, she she basically went ahead and filed a complaint. Yeah, the Title IX complaint. Yeah, she she filed a complaint where let's say Mel Mel Tucker is sitting here saying that it was actually consensual. But yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead, keep going, bro. No, and Mel Tucker is saying it's consensual. She's saying it's not. And then in the course of all of this, you know, of course, he's being like um, going through interviews between like the Title IX, Michigan State's own interviews, and his own answers are contradicting themselves. So they just went ahead and gave him the boot because we now know that he is lying about something. Um, He has to get out of there. Like he has to do better. Like as black men, we don't get these opportunities too often. The fact that he got a contract of this nature he has to know that 
the first mistake, you are out of here. Out of, what, what was your take? Well, like you mentioned, and like you, you like you had just like you just said, and, and you just said, oh, excuse me one second, I'm sorry. There we go. I'm back. Sorry about that. Um, but as you just mentioned, can you hear me? Yep. Um, as you just mentioned, it's something about, you know, it's not even something. We all know the unwritten rule. We all know it, especially when it comes to us as black people. Well, let's stick stick to black men in general. Mel Tucker is owed. $79 million. And the university is going out their way trying not to pay him that $79 million. Now, you're innocent until you're proven guilty. And obviously, Tucker is sticking to his, to his story that this whole thing was consensual. And as you had mentioned, the fact of being aware of the opportunities that come to you. In this situation right here, I think what bothers me the most is that with you no know, Ms. I don't know, well, Ms. Tracy, why would you even put yourself in a position with a woman who is already a victim was a victim? Madness. Like what I don't care if it, I mean this is just me. I don't even care if it was consensual. It's like, you know, so that would just be a, a rev- it, it would just take a lot for me to even want to even want to go there with this person. Nothing against her. Mm-hmm. But she was already a victim of sexual assault. I think there's a certain approaches you have to take. And the fact that you hurry in to speak to your team, I mean, you have to be able to be professional, separate the professional and the person. Regardless of what you may have seen her, it's like, oh, wow, she's attractive. It matter. There's a reason why you brought her in. Right. And you should have known, and you should have just stuck to that. But now you're putting yourself in this position, like I said, masturbating on own. Like, for real? For what? what? I don't care if it's consensual or not. It's like, my dude, you're the head coach of Michigan State. You know, there's certain rules that just don't that don't fly for you that get went for others. There's a higher level of accountability you have to have. I mean, it's no different than email you do Yeah. You know, it's no different. In, in this situation, it's one of those things where, <clears throat> listen, once the story came out, I didn't say that. I, I, literally, I literally dropped my head and just said, why? Why? I mean, if you're, if you're going to lose your job, right, you know, why not just lose, be some on the field? Maybe because you, your team didn't perform well. Right. But to lose something is something like this. Self-inflicted. Over greeting. Because as far as I can tell, the man's married, right? Yes. I'm under the impression that he's married. That's what that is the same impression that so I'm under. If he's married. Let's again, you, you do what you do, but it's getting you how you it's not like you don't realize you're in the spotlight. 
How do you not realize that? I, I can't make no sense of it. It's no different than with this defensive coordinator in Chicago. Mm -hmm. you know, they said he, he was leaving because, you know, for his you know, mental health. Yeah. No, no disrespect to anybody when it comes to that. That's kind of been the theme here lately for a lot of people. Especially like when certain information comes out, they got to step away for their mental health. It's particularly in the world, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden some further information came out, I think I just read the other day, that there was, again, some other personal misconduct going on. I'm like, okay, you were just trying to get out before this before you know, the storm. information came up. Yep. But then again, I'm sitting there as black was like, when I hear you know personal misconduct, the first thing that comes to my mind is stuff like this. Yeah. E-Main, it's like, I don't know what it is. My my brother's like, we we sit here as people as a people complain about how we don't get these opportunities or how how you know how limited they are for us. And I said, I know none of us are perfect, but I'm just saying, but to keep in mind, I mean, $79, 79 million still on the table, and you might lose it all because of the fact that you just couldn't keep your hormones together? Right. All due respect, bro, for 79 mil? Nah, but you ain't got to worry about me for nothing. I don't care what's walking around. For 79 mil? Right. He, nope. You are not that good of a coach that they will keep this you on. And this is where you lose me. And like I said, I know none of us are perfect, but this is where you lose me when you're talking about, well, we don't get enough opportunities. Yeah, but we, we're shooting ourselves in the foot and it's not like we don't know what the rule is. It's not like we get second chances like those. Mm -hmm. So to squander an opportunity over, I would just go over nothing? Over something that's just blatantly disgusting? That was well within your control? There is no excuse. And at the end of the day, this is why I can't feel bad. No, not at all. I don't feel bad. Mel Tucker loses out. I mean, it's looking like he's a, he's eventually going to, hasn't been you know, officially announced. But I mean, it, it's basically black and white. He's going to get fired. Yeah. So if he loses out on this 79 mil, bro, I, I can't cry for you. Yeah. You're Look done. how you lost it over. Whether it's allegedly or not, why did you put yourself in that situation in the first place? I said, especially with the a woman who's been through what she's been through. Like, like what was wrong? I mean, you're, you're married, obviously. You, you should just be focused on your wife anyway. And this is why I said, I mean, it's just like, do we get to this point where we just get greedy? That's exactly like, what it is. Enough, enough. Power trip. It's one hundred percent a power trip. Is enough. Enough. I, I, I said, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm at a loss of words, man. I, I, it's, it's, it's upsetting and disappointing at the same time. Cause it's just like, come on, bro. You, you work so hard just to waste this over, over something just so irrelevant. Irrelevant. Mm hmm. It has to be a power trip. I think he saw himself. This is just my opinion. He saw himself as the number two guy at Michigan State behind Tom Izzo because that's Tom Izzo's school. And Tom Izzo ain't long for long for coaching, which means he's going to be the top guy with the $79 million contract. That's going to be his institution. He's going to be the man. He's going to be untouchable. 
but it turns out you ain't won nothing. You ain't won a division. I could if um Nick Saban, if this had been Nick Saban and Alabama is still winning all these championships, Nick Saban will be suspended for like eight games, go into the rehab, you know, come back next year, change man, go do a couple of interviews with, you know, Good Morning America. All is all is forgiven. But because Mel Tucker is a black man, mm-hmm. Michigan State sucks. Mm-hmm. And he's not, they probably have buyer's remorse on that contract anyway. Done. Well, here's the thing, done Michigan, done. here's the thing, though. Michigan, Michigan State, well, so far up until his suspension to his, uh, what will be his eventual firing, they didn't suck. They well, won their first. They won their first. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. He earned the he earned the contract because they were doing better. Your team was undefeated. And call, I mean, let's just keep it a buck. After all this went down, <laughs> I can't seriously say I'm surprised that they went out there and lost. No. Again, I, you got you got to feel bad for the players because kind of like you begin you're just stuck in the in the crossfire. Like right, <laughs> they you. getting asked all these questions and it ain't it ain't them. And, <laughs> Exactly. You sit there like, what the hell, coach? Like, seriously? Especially if you recruited me, like, dog, I came here for you, and this is what you're doing? You talking about, like, values and all that? Like, I can, I can imagine the nonsense he'd be out there. Like, <sighs> I'm just sitting there like, dog, I just wasted a year of my eligibility for you. For what? Right. For what? And the people who transferred there, they can't transfer out? I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's so many... I said, it's just so many different things. And so, you know, you brought up uh, Izzo, but, I'm, I'm sorry, but it makes me think about Urban Meyer. Remember that whole thing about, you know, he got caught with a picture with a chick in his lap at his restaurant or whatever else like yep. that? I think at that time he had already left Ohio State, what, a couple months earlier anyway? Yeah. But, I mean, you can see where he is now. He's working for Fox, <laughs> calling college football game. Ain't nobody says a word about it. Fine. Still making his bread. Which is why I'm saying because like, how do y'all not know the rule? <laughs> Ask me what show Mel Tucker's gonna turn up on. I'll None. N- None. Exactly. He, like, find a black head coach in the NFL, and Mel Tucker will be a position coach on their staff. That's where he's gonna end up in about two years. We won't know it because no one pays attention to who the offensive line coach is for like the Jacksonville Jaguars or whoever the hell. Uh, and if he if he does and when and if he does get picked up, all it's gonna be is. Disgraced coach picked up by da 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 da, and all they're gonna do is be rambling why he got let go. Yep, and how he wasted seventy nine million dollars. Like, yep. Unless this man can come, somehow come out with this you no know, unrefutable evidence to show that he's innocent, it's just a bad look. What's that from? But from you no know, email to Tucker, and I don't even know the brother's name from Chicago. You have to forgive me on that, but. To all, I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, but they're all black, and that's what I'm saying. Like, why, brothers? <laughs> no, we we touched on email so much. You know, I don't want to even go down that road again. Yeah. You know, if you don't know the, the story about email and everything else like that, I mean, just, just Google. It's not hard to find. But the opportunity's wasted. Email had an NBA title contender <laughs> and Neil Law. And now he has neither. <laughs> and wasted it on you know, the front office chick that nobody really wants to talk about. Even though we did. We all we looked into that. It's like, 
like really all that was worth all this and look where you are now yeah you were Houston you were Houston yeah yeah you you're a good company. I mean what <laughs> you went from a title contender to a rebuild like your your hope is to be in the play-in that's that's if everything goes perfectly that's what I'm saying if you're lucky and with Mel Tucker, you sit up here, bro. You, the the size of the contract you have, not how many black coaches even get that seventy nine million dollars on the table, and you about to lose that for what? And I said, I mean, I, I said, except this man is married. What happens in between him and his wife and his family? That that's their that's their that's their business. I'm not even gonna go down that road in that situation. I'm just like, bro, you just squandered 79 mil and you put your family in jeopardy. And for what? <laughs> for what? And that's how, that's how I know none of us are perfect, but it just bothers me when it's us. And we talked about this earlier when we were just talking about the athletes in general. Mm -hmm. Opportunities squandered and wasted over nothing. Over, over the stupid decisions. Yeah. This idiotic decisions. Taking for granted what you have for your at your disposal, it, 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 it sickens me, man. It really it annoys me to no end. And at the end of the day, like I said I, I had I I've shared, I shed no tears for Mel Tucker. I can't. No. You can self-inflicted. Yeah, exactly. You can fight all you want, man. You can deny whatever. I said, but you should have never put yourself in the position in the first place. Yeah. In the first place. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Ah, let's talk about something a little bit more positive. Um, Black America's team, the mm -hmm. Colorado Buffaloes. Now, they did get smoked in their last game against Oregon, and they may even get smoked this week against USC. But this is the beginning. Um, I'm a fan of Colorado. I'm mm -hmm. a fan of what Dion is doing there. Really? It's it's entertaining at the least, you know what I mean? Like at the least, we 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 got must see TV. Um, what's your take on, on how things are going in Boulder, Colorado? I mean, we all knew it was going to be a tall order, you know. I mean, let's just give props to where props is due first and foremost to the Oregon Ducks. They yeah. handled their business. They handled their business. You know, it kind of reminds me of what. You know when I when I coached, and the, with the teams I did coach, you know, in high, on the high school level, I used to tell them all the time, "It's like you know, here's the thing with with success, you have to be be willing to take what comes with success. Yeah, it's all great when you know the the pub comes, whether it be newspapers, TV, just you know the public attention. But you got to remember, like other people are seeing you too. Mm -hmm. Other teams are seeing you too, and they they're gonna want what you got. They're gonna want to bring you down a peg." Now, let's just you know, call, call a spade a spade right now. This game was what it was coming into it simply, like you said, mainly because of Dion. Yeah, he's a master promoter. I mean, he's done a great job at Colorado. And this is, and this is not even, no, let's not even cut, let's cut to the BS. I mean, they're just haters out there against Dion because of the way he's doing things. Yeah. Especially as a black man being the head coach of a university at a power mm -hmm. five. People sitting there and thinking he's cocky. And it's like, no, I mean, Dion's a confident man. He has every right to be. 
And the fact that he wants to share that you know, and don't spread that through his roster, absolutely. That's what you're supposed to do. I was very happy to see them win their first three games. I mean, let's be real. There were just those who were just waiting for this man to lose. Yeah. That's and it wasn't football. anything to do with football. Exactly. It had nothing to do with football. That's all that's all they were. That's they, they've been waiting for that from game one. They win the first game. Okay, we'll sit back and wait for the next one. They win the next game against Nebraska. Okay, that's what I mean. And they were they were really hoping that Colorado State would do it, but they won the third game in a row. Mm-hmm. Now here comes Oregon <laughs> and handled them. I say you go on these social media tweets, you know, and like Shannon Sharp and uh, Ryan Clark were saying earlier today, it's like you know, like you know, you know, you know, they the Oregon represented us, and like Shannon Sharp said, what does us mean? And we all know what us means. Mm-hmm. But those who just hate the way that Dion approached the situation, you know, <laughs> I brought it up to uh, you know Ish earlier. You know, I watched the. Uh, the Notre, I kind of caught the end of the Notre Dame Ohio State game. You know, yeah. you know, I don't know about Ohio State, but it was a good game though. And I, and I gave Ohio State the problem. It was an impressive win. It was at the at the buzzer. That was very impressive. But their coaches, you know, post game really just annoyed me. And I was just sitting there thinking to myself, I was like, you know what? If that been Dion, they've been roasting him through the fire right now. If he'd done something like that, oh, sure would have. Yes. Look how cocky he sounds and blah, 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 and all that other BS. I was like, if that had been Dion, I was like, it would have been none of the, all the rah, rah cheers for him, but oh, yeah, but today it's all good. And so I got to find I got to find a guy's name from uh, the coach of uh, Oregon. I want to say it's Leany. Mm, what is his name? He had that quote that they played. 150 times during the game. Yeah, he said, we said, hey, he he said, Buffalo plays for clicks, we play for wins. Here's, like I said again, I had no problem with that. No, it, no. Didn't, it didn't bother me whatsoever. Do what you got to do to get your team motivated. Yeah. Let's say, hey, props to Oregon for handling their business. I think even Dion respected it. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, he put it out there, he's like, no, no, we don't play for clicks. You know, we play for wins too. And it's like, they just won today. And I think Ryan Clark said it best. That's why I was trying to find this dude's name, uh, the coach of uh, Oregon. And like he said, so, you know, you keep on talking about all this attention, you know, apparently that allegedly, you know, Colorado only seeks. It's not that, it's, I mean, it's true they don't run from it. No, should they? You know what I said? Dion's trying to, you know, recreate this, pro- this program, revamp it. But he's like, but think about this. He's like, as much as you criticize Colorado, for you know, looking for the attention. He's like, what did you do? He's like, you brought the camera crew into your locker room. Sure did. And you made that speech. He's like, aren't you basically doing the same thing? Because let's be real. Nobody was really talking about Oreo. No. <laughs> Even though they were number 10, there was nothing. Exactly. Nobody was talking about Oregon. But you wanted the camera crews in the locker room so they could hear you and everything else like that, right? But that's not you no know, looking for clicks, looking looking for you no know, sound bites and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's all good for you, but when it comes to them, well, so you know you, you got to bring them down a peg, right? He wrote that speech two weeks ago. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I just uh, it it just uh. 
like, like I said, I, I, I want to say his name. Like, I couldn't find his name. That's a, a, the story. The story's not up anymore. But uh, at, at the end of the day, give Oregon props for winning the game. I believe Colorado's going to learn from this. Oh, yeah. Again, I, was, I mean, I'm, I was hoping for the best. I was like, what's the worst case scenario for Colorado is that they split. They got USC next. Who's even higher ranked than Colorado? Yep. Or didn't uh, didn't Oregon. Oregon? Excuse me. And I was just hoping for the best. I was like, maybe they'll split. Who knows? But I mean, but if anything else, it just gives Dion more fuel to try to get through his players. I mean, look at this. I mean, this is if I was Dion, this is my this is what I'm looking at. It's like, so you hear that? So like, do you hear it? <laughs> you hear what they're saying? It's like people want us to fail. Mm-hmm. This is what. This is why. And this is what I'm trying to get y'all to understand. Like, so when we come out here, we get to work. This is what we're up against. That's why it's about all of us in this locker room. And I'm sure that's what he's saying right now. I mean, like you said, you, they got a good old fashioned butt whoop. Man, I, I, I hope know that, that plane or bus, whatever they took to that game, it better have been <laughs> like completely quiet. If I heard one snicker, Oh, we'd have had a problem. We'd have been on the field since we got back. So I better not hear one word. Because I don't even see how you can even feel good about yourself. How can we? They used to always bug me about you know, certain teams I played on and certain players. Like the times I did lose, and if it was a bad loss, like, though, how do you laugh about that afterwards? That just shows you don't care. And me and Dion being the competitor he is, I, I know I, I'm willing to bet, <laughs> I'd bet as much money as I could. That's like he's like, all oh, y'all better be quiet. I better not hear a word on national TV. Y'all got waxed. Yeah, it was all love, you know. You got Wheezy out here walking you out to the field, all these stars and stuff like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> now what you gonna do? Cause we got another powerhouse coming up. What you gonna do? Yep. That offensive line got to get it in gear. That was that to me was the difference. Like mm-hmm. they couldn't, they couldn't protect to save their lives, which means they they couldn't protect, they couldn't run block, they couldn't do nothing. It was just my man had one second to get rid of the ball, and of course they top receiver, uh, what was it, a lacerated liver? Yeah, uh, Hunter. Here's the thing, and it's, it's no disrespect. I mean, the way that score looked, I'm not saying he wouldn't have made a difference if anything. Oh, else he wouldn't. Have, I mean, they may have. They might have scored another touchdown. I'll put it that way. But I mean, but one way or another, like I said, he was going to get smoked. He, he was running for his life the entire time. Yeah, he was—he was—he was literally running for his life the entire time. I said, I'll give my props to the Oregon coach. I just feel like you said he's being a little fake. Yeah, he is. Said, you're just trying to pile on real quick, chief. That's all you doing. You're trying to pile on. It's one of those things, like, man, just take your win and go on. Let's not act like you're not about the pub too. Mm-hmm. You're just hating the fact that this team, even though they're not as good as you. Gets even more publicity than y'all do. This is like I said, just jealousy. That's just what it comes down to. Yeah. Like I, said, I mean, but I said overall, I, I believe Colorado will be fine. Obviously, I mean, we're talking about a team that won one game last year. Already, you've, you've tripled your success from last year. Yeah. I mean, he went in there, he cleaned house, bring in a whole new squad, got them ready, and this is just the beginning, man. This is year one. Like nothing is expected of you in year one. Not when you go into a, a team that won once the previous right. year. That team has no expectations 
all he's doing now is just laying the foundation. This is foundation work. He's creating the culture that is the Colorado Buffaloes going forward. Absolutely. I said, absolutely. I said, I mean, I said, I'm, I'm, I was, I'm still excited to see what, to see what they, to see what they have in store at Colorado. I know Dion's going to continue to do great things. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna be they're going to be fine. They're, they're going to be fine, and like I said, we're, and we're just going to keep we're just going to keep it moving. I said I, I look for, I still look forward to the USC game. Oh yeah, we still we still watch it. They are our school, man. We we like I was telling uh the missus like there have been a few schools that have just been like Black America squad like Georgetown, the Fab yeah. Five, uh the Miami Hurricanes. Those were all us, and now Colorado. Absolutely, I mean, I, I wasn't against it, and I think you know, Dion said he didn't run from it either. I just think, for, you know, for me, you know, and there's no disrespect to the Fab Five. I, I love the Fab Five. <laughs> the reason why I still wear black socks now, you know, I, I just think for me, it's just like you know, I, I kind of stuck to like the Georgetowns, the UNLVs, hell. Mm-hmm. I don't think this team gets enough love, but even the the Arkansas, Arkansas yeah. squad, forty minutes of hell. I mean, I, I love that squad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I said, to me, I, I'm I'm just always synonymous with at least trying to pair this tenure of Colorado with Dion at the helm. You know, with winners. No disrespect to the Fab Five; they went to the national championship back to back years. They just didn't win. Yeah, but but, but, still, but I understand what they're saying though. A- absolutely. I said, I just want to see them bounce back because I, you, I just know, you know, the, the trolls are just waiting. Oh, they're they're enjoying this right now. They are. And I said again, and, and all they want to do now is just, you no, know, they're just hoping that they go to USC and the same thing happens again, and they want to just jump on them some more. So it's just like, nah. So we we know what that's about. And even Dion said, like he keeps receipts, like he's seeing it all, and as you should. Oh, like I said, I mean, I, I, I looked at the schedule today after <laughs> today, and I was like, oh, did they play Oregon again? I was like, no, nah, they don't nah. play. Again. I was like, but that's all right. I said, it's just getting started. I said, I mean, I don't know how long Dion's going to be at, at Oregon or at uh, Colorado. Colorado yeah. But I, I'm, I'm bold enough to say this. Believe in, I mean, Dion Sanders is a Hall of Fame, you know, football player, cornerback, all that. He's the man's a competitor. One way or another, before he leaves Colorado, he's going to beat Oregon. And if not at Colorado, then with his next stop, <laughs> he will he will make sure to schedule Oregon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's going he's to be coming. He's gonna be coming. I said, Colorado will be fine. Again, I think the, the biggest thing was again with the way Dion did things coming into Colorado and how he you know revamped the roster. Obviously, bringing in eighty six new players and I think keeping only ten from the previous roster. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people were upset by that, but again, it happens all the time, more or less. And they it's, won one game. Exactly. It's just like again, we all know what it was. We all know we all know what it was. We all know what it is. Okay, it's fine. I said De- Dion's gonna do his thing. Dion Dion's gonna do his thing. They're gonna bounce back. They'll be back. I said it's a lot lot more games still to play. I said Co- Colorado is. Like I said you won one game last year. All I know is this: Colorado will have a, a above five hundred record this year. Yeah. Agreed. That's that's all, that's all you can ask for. <laughs> that's all you can ask for. I said so. It'll be it'll be interesting to see, but I, I I definitely look forward to seeing Colorado and Oregon moving forward while he's there. I can't I can't wait for the rematch. 
I can't wait for the rematch. And I could easily see uh, Dion replacing my guy at Oregon when he inevitably gets fired. It was sick. <laughs> like, I could see it happening. And Dion at Oregon would be trouble because they get, they get one, they get all the gear. So, two, like, Dion would, would, would wreak havoc with, with the Oregon, Oregon gear. Um, yeah, I wouldn't go to Oregon. I mean, that's the bag was just like ridiculous. I mean, he would, yes, he, he would definitely. I mean, if you would go to Colorado, if some, if a better team, Dion will hop to a better team if, if the opportunity presents itself. If like Auburn called tomorrow, Dion would roll out him and his sons would be on Auburn's roster beginning of next season. I said, I, I said again, all those things I couldn't see him go to Oregon. Auburn, sure, I could see him. Colorado, I, I just couldn't see more. And Dan Lanning, that was the dude's name. Mm-hmm. So I knew it began with an L. Like all that Nike money, yeah, man. Dion go to Oregon in a heartbeat. Sure would, sure would. Dion would. They still even have a Nike contract. Like sure would. He would be Phil Knight. Will make it happen. He will call Dion personally. I mean, what well, that he's doing that Colorado. You don't need to go anywhere. I said, right now, Dion writing his own ticket. Yeah, but you get... You, but facilities-wise, if you're trying to get, like, Oregon's facilities, eat Colorado's for breakfast. I mean, I I, I agree with you. I'm just sitting there saying, I mean, what, what Dion's do? If I had a choice to go to someplace that already has some, but I'm already somewhere else, and I'm building something from the ground up, it's basically just is telling, basically creating my own demands, like, like, look, bro, you see what I'm doing for you. And I'm not saying that I, we're not saying that's what Dion's about. Mm-hmm. We're just coming from a business standpoint. That's the point. That's where I'm coming from. I'm not leaving. I say, bro, <laughs> I bring you up from obscurity. I, I'll threat. I can sit here and basically hang it over your head. I could leave. You can go right back to where you were, and I could go. But I'm choosing to stay. But you better give me what I need and give me what I want. See, that's the kind of position I want to be in. And I said, right now. <laughs> Colorado is pretty much in a position like I said, what can you say? <laughs> no, <laughs> it will not be will not suffice. Oh, yeah, yeah. They are gonna throw as big as a bag as they can to keep Dion just because he's already outperformed his contract money-wise, just with the amount of attention and money he's bringing into the university. That's what I'm saying. Unless I mean with the TV revenue alone. Think about yeah. it. I mean, how many times they've been on TV? I mean, I, 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 I follow college football to a certain degree. I don't know how many times I remember seeing Colorado on TV last year. No. So I'm saying, I mean, you've seen the ratings these cats have been putting up, especially that Colorado State game. Yeah. Say, so, oh, no. I mean, let's say, imagine they, like I said, they got a fish above 500. I truly believe that. And they win a bowl game. Yeah, if they win a bowl game, that bowl game's going, I don't know what bowl it's going to be. It could be like the, you know what I'm saying? Popeye's Chicken Bowl. That thing is going to be on on a Friday at 8 o'clock prime time because they want everybody to see. They might give him a bowl, the prime time bowl. Right. I'm just saying. The Aflac. He's going to be getting all that money. That's what I'm saying. I was like, I mean, you know the TV money this man will probably end up bringing in next year? Yeah. They're going to be on TV all the time. If I'm the other side, I'm not going to. I'm going to sit right here. (laughs) Sit right here. Let let all that money come in. (laughs) Bring it in. Yep. Just bring it in. I said, I don't, he, he wouldn't go to Oregon. No. I said, but Oregon got it done. I said, no, Lanning, he, he got his team ready to play. Again, I said, but that comes with the territory. And, and they were expected to win. They were like a 21 point favorite. 
So, like, what happened in the game wasn't anything <laughs> that wasn't unexpected. That's it. it. It's it's just about the noise. That's why I said, again, if you are if you're any real competitor, it's just about the noise. That's why I said again. That's why I didn't have a problem with what Lanny said. Yeah, I was. Like, I didn't have a problem with that, especially you know with, with your uh with your players. Yeah. You got to get them ready. Gotcha. And the fact of the matter is, that, yeah, like uh, you, I feel like you no, know, you should feel like they're disrespecting you. And if, if I was Lanny, I probably would have said the same thing. You know, you're like these cats are pretty much writing you off because of the fact you know everything they're doing over here. Like okay, like yeah, they're doing fine. They're doing real good over here right now. But let's no, let's go ahead and show them what there's levels to this. So yeah, y'all y'all been balling, but yeah, now you gotta face us. Let's get it. That's what he basically did. Yeah, I got no problem with that. They play for clicks. You know, we play for wins. Okay, you you got your boys ready to play. All I know is like, hey, bro, the rematch. And I know I'm sure that's what Dion's thinking. He's gonna move forward, but in the back of his mind, I know he's thinking it was like, bro, I'm just looking for the rematch. I I always want to fast forward to next year and just see what practice is going to look like when they got Oregon on the schedule. Well, they may not because the Pac-12 is dead now. That's right, because Colorado's leaving. Colorado, and all of them are leaving. I feel like they're all gone. Like, it's pretty much dissolved outside right. of, like, two teams that are still, I think, sitting there. But, I mean, but you know what? I just truly believe it. But if they wanted to, I bet they'd get that game. Oh, yeah. And I, and I, At I, a I conference schedule, make it happen. But after hearing the way landing talk, man, please. It, if they want that match to happen, it'll happen. If Dion just called him on the phone, hey, let's play again. God, I know Lane would probably the way he just sounded, like I said, in that little pregame speech, you can just tell that he wanted that so badly. Mm-hmm. And the opportunity to try to go to go up two on Dion, oh, he's not running from that. Ooh, we mm. see those are the things I live. I miss I miss those days. No, <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Yeah, y'all talking smack. All right, let's go. I miss those times. Those those were the fun times. It's like, but you better. It's not. It's not trash if you back it up. It's not talking smack if you back it up. Yeah, y'all back it up. Now I gotta see if you can do it again. <laughs> uh, I hear it. Like I, I hope they they show up against USC. I hope the offense really. I hope the offensive line shows up against USC because that's that was the the weak point. If they can't protect, it's it's game over. Well, so it, was, it was definitely it was definitely a wake up call. I think, you know, I said, again, I'm just going off through my own experience because I've lost games like those. And I said, again, there's only two ways you come from that. You either come change or nothing's going to happen at all. Mm-hmm. And I said, I mean, that's the advantage of having a coach like Dion does, at least from what I've taken the, the kind of coach Dion to be. You know, I never personally depended on a coach to get me ready for a game. I, I always come ready to, you know, to compete. I want to win. I don't need no coach to give me no rah-rah speech to come <laughs> compete. I'm going to do that anyway. You just do your job and make sure to put us in the best position. And I'm going to do mine. But uh, I, I think, let's say, after this, after you know, getting handled the way they did, I don't see, after this week, obviously we know the talent that USC has. They have their Heisman, well, current Heisman winner, Caleb Williams, looking to go back-to-back. But I don't see how they don't enter that game at least coming with a, a chip on, on their shoulder of their own and even a, another level of, of willingness to compete on even harder. Yeah. You, you got exposed. You did. And now and, and now you're putting yourself in the position to possibly get exposed again back-to-back weeks. Yeah. I say, if, if I'm Dion, I'm looking, I say, look, this is what they want to do. Yeah, everybody loves us when we win. But look how much you no know, they jump on us when we lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's all great when everybody's patting you on the back. 
I said, but let's be real. Some of that is just fake. Some people are just bandwagon. <laughs> and if I'm in the, if I'm just keeping a butt, I guess I have to throw myself in there too because I didn't. I wasn't cheering for Colorado until Dion got there. No. But the fact of the matter is that while he's there, I'm going to support him. But the fact of the matter is, I would never, I would never turn my back on him. No. But I believe he'll he'll have them ready. They're going to compete this week, and I just believe they'll at least come out and compete harder. They they got to. I I, I refuse to believe that the game against USC this week, the score will be the same way it was with Oregon. Yeah, they lose because obviously USC just has no another level of talent. And I mean, in terms of side, I mean, Oregon was just they were manhandling or uh, Colorado. You know, and I'm just, I just expect though, I expect Colorado to compete a little bit harder, at least try to make it a little harder for, you know, USC, you know, to score. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully Shadur doesn't have to run for his life as much. Man. But entertain. That's all I want. Just let, let, let it, I don't want it to be over by the half like this last one was. Give me the fourth quarter with two minutes left. That's not too much to ask. It's not. But I will tell you this one. I am a little offended that uh, Colorado fell out of the ranking. Uh, no, nah, the way, you the way they lost. Five. And it, I, mean, it, I don't I didn't see like what the what the back end of the top 25 did, but it it I was okay with it. I because they were they were ranked with 18, 19, right? Yeah. I mean, Oregon is in the top 10. Because my thing would have been this hypothetically, had they have won, had Colorado beaten Oregon, and I mean, I'm not saying obviously they wouldn't have blown them out, but even if had they a, won, they would have hopped like four or five spots. Yeah, had it been like a TCU score, right? Mm-hmm. But I just think, you know, you got Oregon, who in some people, in some people's eyes, they people think they might even make the college football playoff. Again, I, I would have at least wanted Colorado to. At least been twenty five. That's what I thought. I was like, okay, they lost. Yeah. At least dropped to twenty five. But when you in those like upper teams, and if you lose bad, it's common that you just fall out of the rankings. But they were nineteen. This was like okay. I mean, yeah, but, like you know. I've seen, I've seen the hills be at like eighteen, get smoked by Florida State, and they not be ranked. Well, I mean, but it depends on where Florida State was ranked. I said, like, they, you know, they they will be like you know top team, but it, it you know they could they would have been like you know. Like five or something like that. Um, Carolina being the, in the teens, lose by fifty, out the rankings. That's when you and those those by eighteen. I don't even say yeah, eighteen to twenty five, all fluid. You lose, you could be out. You win, you could jump up. It's it's going to be interesting to see again hypothetically what would happen if Colorado beat USC. And like I said, again, if it was another one of those, like, TCU scores, they went Oh, they're back in. Because they're probably, like, 26, 26, 27. They didn't, like, go, like, to 30. Well, I didn't really take a – I just looked at the top 25. Yeah, because they usually have, like, the votes, the other votes. They're probably still right yeah. up there. I didn't I didn't really pay attention to see if they were another. I was just looking to see if they were still in the top 25, and I yeah. saw them. I'm thinking about that. But I'm just saying, but if the score is something similar to, like, a, like I said, the TCU score, because I was the, other, the only other ranked opponent that they beat, I mean, because they beat Colorado State and Nebraska, which ain't gonna really do you much. Yeah. Uh, but if they pull off USC, but the score is close. It wouldn't surprise me if they still didn't get back in the ranking. Oh no, nah, they will be. 
I mean, just like with no, just like with TCU, that people consider that a flu. People consider that win a flu. That's why they were no, you know, they get they won that initial game. It was the first game they gave them twenty two. Mm-hmm. You know, they were they were they were, they were slow. They were, I said that's why they were so slow to you know keep moving them up. If it wasn't for the fact that people above them, excuse me, uh, had lost, they would probably still been at that twenty two spot. But you no know, people above them lost, so they moved up. You know, so I mean, it, I say, I'm just saying, I would be curious if they beat if they beat a team high, ranked higher than Oregon. If they put them back in, <laughs> I said I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't put them back in. But I'm with you; they should be in. But I said, but I would have kept them in. Anyway. I think they at least could have been 25. You didn't have to take them out. You could at least give them 25. Yeah, college football is wonky that way. Like Ohio State started the year at like three, ain't lose a single game, and somehow like fell to six. And now they're working their way back up again. Like, yeah, like, like number number twenty five is like Fresno. Yeah, I don't know much about Fresno. But that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, I don't know much about Fresno. But I mean, has Fresno even beat anybody ranked this year? But you gave them you no know, <laughs> number twenty five. If I let's say look at Fre- if I let's say look at Fresno's schedule, take a quick look. Fresno, who have you beaten? You beat Purdue. East Washington, Arizona State, and Kent State. I said, Colorado at least still has TCU who came into the season ranked, and they were 17 at that point. But what is TCU right now, though? What, what's their record? Can you look that up if you have it? TCU. TCU's in the others right now. They got they got them in the others right now. Because if, uh, if that TCU, like, you know how, like, a win looked good in the beginning? But then mm-hmm. you realize that win wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. I know. I know what you're saying. I know. What you're, I know what you're saying. <clears throat> and that's and that's what I was saying. I think that's what you no know, making them twenty rank twenty two. You know, it's like they they really didn't want to do it, but the fact that they pulled off that first win because everybody was expecting TCU to to win. You know, they had no choice. Yeah, I mean, welcome, shoot. TCU, you know, they're not ranked anymore. I mean, they've been blasting cats since that Colorado loss. I mean, but again, Nichols, Houston, SMU. I said, the only, I said, the only difference is, again, obviously I know that Fresno and, like, you know, teams like Kansas are undefeated, and that's probably why they're obviously they're ranked above Colorado. Yeah. But I'm just sitting there saying, again, the fact that at least the Colorado said that we beat a ranked team. The reason they're not ranked anymore is because we beat them. If we were unranked, we beat them. <laughs> you tell us that we can't at least keep the 25 spot? I guess they only reserve those for the Blue Bloods, right? Yeah. Those, the, those teams, like, it'll take Alabama about three, four losses to fall out the top 25. Oh. <laughs> like, Alabama got to lose about three, four times to fall out. That's just how that's how it works. They got good credit. Right. Colorado's credit score, just based off of history, is poor. I'm hoping for the best. I said I want to see Colorado bounce back. Hoping for the best. I said just give me give me a more competitive game, and if you win, that's even that'll be a bonus. And Notre Dame, make sure next time you know you only had ten men on the field. How dare you let me down? The last two plays, they had ten men on the field. I'm like, what are you guys doing? I I needed that win. 
I just sat there tweeting. I was like, damn, you Notre Dame. I couldn't, y'all couldn't give me a win tonight. Just make me feel a little bit better about having Colorado. It was such a good game. And like, dude, Ohio State's quarterback is, I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. He's a solid dude. But in terms of like Ohio State's like last quarterbacks, he's he's not nearly as good as like the last like four or five O State quarterbacks, which is why they are struggling mightily. Like they got these dope receivers that he can't really get the ball to him like that because he's not that good. Well, I was glad to see Marvin Harrison Jr. was able to come back to the field. Back, I, yeah, it looked uh, scary there for a second. Yeah, after I saw that bump, I saw like, he got injured. I was like, I was on the road and I saw that. I was like, oh man, I hate seeing that. Yeah. Especially Especially you can tell the kids leave now. But no, when I got home, turned the game on, I saw he was in the back of the game. I was like, all right, cool. All right, I'm just glad to see he's back on the field. But you know what? I only live for the Michigan Ohio State game. So who knows? <laughs> and they're both ranked in the top four come the end of the year. That's that's the game I really want to see. But anytime they lose before that, it's like Christmas come early for me. So it's all good. But you do know they don't they don't lose twice. It's like when uh I used to care about the Duke UNC rivalry. I would hate when Duke would lose right before they played Carolina. That means they ain't they ain't gonna lose two in a row. They've already lost two in a row. I know they, they have, but like I, I would hate, I would hate when your rival loses right before or before they take you on. It means they ain't the odds of you winning that game have just decreased. I thought you were talking about just Michigan and Ohio State in general. Nah, nah yeah, just to just to have your rival get a, last, get a loss. How many won the last two? I think they have. Because I thought they won the last two. They've won the last two, but you don't want Ohio, but. They've gone. Both teams have gone into those games typically like undefeated. You don't want them to get a loss early. Oh, yeah, you want not, you want to be that loss. I, I, I want I want them both to be undefeated. I said, and even though I said again, you know, if Ohio State does lose before they play Michigan, I mean, it's just Christmas come early because I can't stand Ohio State fans. <laughs> That's why I don't like Ohio State. But again, it's like go ahead and be undefeated. That's the game I really care about. Oh, I live for that. I live for that because I know it's stink- I know it's just. It just cuts deep. Like, yes, get them. Go blue. Go blue. Yes, being that this is a a, a Michigan household, uh, we watch every Michigan game. Um, we find out, like, what time the game is playing on Friday night. So that way there's there's no confusion. Like, what channel? What channel on Saturday? We need to know. Prior. Already preset. Get the, get the snacks in order. Preset. We are ready to go. Um, but, uh Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this up? Yeah, I just want to take this moment here to uh, – I want to dedicate this episode to my man, my, my former competitor and teammate, uh, AAU, Brandon Hunter, who mm-hmm. sadly died two weeks ago unexpectedly, you know, coming out of a hot yoga class. Uh, his – no, I say his when – I, when I heard he died, man, it just, it just really got hit me hard. It, it really did. And, again, it's not like Brandon and I were the best of friends. I mean, we weren't. We, we were competitors, man, and it was just—it was just always a mutual respect. That's all it was. Yeah, you know, it, it was just respect. You know, coming up through high school. I mean, it's just crazy. After his death, it just made me think about certain things. You know, I got articles at home where it's just like Brandon's name was always kind of mentioned with mine. I remember when I was Player of the Week one week, and we were actually Player of the Week. We were both Player of the Weeks together in the Enquirer. So yeah, you got my picture I'm over there smiling, Brandon over there just kind of with a mean face. <laughs> You know, but I remember an article that came out because we got ready to play him up in Dayton. You remember we played in there in Dayton. Yeah. And the guy, the guy asked me about Brandon. And I just told him, I was like, you know, hey, you know, I mean, did my best, to, and the best I could put it that way. I just told him, I was like, you know, if Brandon wasn't someone I could just use my strength to beat, 
You know, I mean, that was just the respect I had for Brandon. Because, I mean, at that at that time, going to that game, I remember this thing. I thought to myself, like, finally, I get to play my, my equal. Because that's what Brandon was to me. You know, I always said, like, you know, guys who I played against coming up during that time that I give credit to to help me become the player I became, you know, Brandon was right there. You know, Brandon, Paul, Antoine, you know, like I said, again, they didn't need no help. <laughs> when, we bang, when we banged, we banged. <laughs> and I always knew it was, was going to be a war, man. And I was just so happy. I was just proud for him. I, I kept an eye on him. He went on to go to Ohio. And I just remember I was just proud of him. And I was happy to see the success he was having. You know, him getting drafted to Boston that year, I was just, yeah. like, so happy. You know, and, uh, you know, kind of getting wind of what he did like, after his playing days were over. I was happy about that. And um, the last time that I ever saw him was, uh, I think, right before, maybe a few years before I came to California. He was still in the NBA. And uh, my former mentor, you know, Calvin, was over at Aiken. And he called me up and said, hey, you know, Brandon's up here. You know, I always even even though we hadn't played each other, I always wanted anytime I could get a shot at Brandon, I always wanted. Always for always the one thing I always felt about that game when they beat us in Dayton. That never they never gave me a real fair shot at Brandon. I, I hated the way they officiated that game. I couldn't believe the way they officiated that game. <laughs> Brandon was the first person who was my physical equal, and they wouldn't let us bang. To this day, I, I never I will never get that. <laughs> I, I blame the headline for that. <laughs> I think those referees just have kind of had it out for me. But I just remember he was there. So, I mean, I jumped in my car, flew over to Aiken, you know. But, I mean, I guess they had been there for a while because he gave me the wrong time for the open gym. But the last, we played the last game, and it was just me and Brandon. I, it's just like old times. So I was guarding Brandon. He was guarding me. And, uh, you know, I had the game winner over him. You know, just kind of looked at him. You know, this is, it, was always, it was always just respect, man. It was like, hey, good to see you. I'm, I'm happy for you. Keep doing your thing. You know, hey, good to see you too. You know, and then like I said, we went our separate ways, but you know, I my my condolences to his his wife, his three kids. I just oh it, it breaks my heart. You know, that those kids you know don't have don't have him around any long that he won't be there to physically to watch them grow up. And I'm sure they're gonna do go on to do great things. Condolences to his wife and of course his you know siblings and entire family too. But you no know, rest in rest in peace to my man B Hunt, you know, channel five. You no know, gave him an article I, that I felt was befitting. You know, they called him a Cincinnati hoop legend. I second that. Definitely. Second that. He, he was a legend. Rest in peace, behind. No doubt. Go ahead and drop your socials, man. Yes, sir. On the X, formerly known as Twitter, I am at the Mikadiva. That's T-H-E-M as in Mary, C-G as in go, O-D as in David, I, B as in Victor, A, at the Mikadiva. And I am at J Sug at J A Y S U G G. Until the next time, y'all, we out. <laughs>